Hey, y'all. Ah, another month. Another podcast. Hot Shots is back. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this month. Um, uh, We made it to March. So good for us. Um, Barely hanging in there, seems like. (laughs) I, I hope wherever you are and whatever you're doing is working out for you. I... I hope that <laughs> everything's everything's going all right for you. Um, that's ultimately what I'm trying to say. Uh, it, it, times are weird right now in the world, uh, to put it lightly. And I, I hope that maybe this episode acts as a bit of a distraction for you. Um, this is definitely going to be a lighter episode. And, um, yeah, I, I hope it does some good. Hope it does some good. Um, all right. So my guest today is Anglish or Brett Clausen. He's a producer, DJ, and musician based in Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, you can find Anglish on Instagram under Anglish Wave, that is W-A-V, uh, and on streaming services under either Anglish or under his hip-hop duo Soap with Hamiltonian rapper Scribe. Toronto. He, uh, Scribe lives in Toronto. Sorry? I'm in Hamilton, he's in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. all good. <laughs> oh, oops. Yeah, I'm, I'm so used to, like, everybody being from Hamilton. It's For sure. My automatic. Um, but yeah. Hey, Brett. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm really happy to be on the podcast and I love talking about my favorite things. I keep a lot of lists of stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so talking about my list of favorite uh, songs of 2021 will be really fun. Fantastic. I'm glad you're excited. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this too. I haven't uh, normally, I've only been making these for like a couple of years, but mm. uh, I normally don't get to really talk to anybody about it. So mm. this is going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I guess just to kind of start everything off, um, how would you describe your personal style as an artist? Oh boy, that's really hard. This is, see, this is, yeah. see, Sarah, I told you I didn't want to do an interview about myself <laughs> because... <laughs> just a few questions, all right? Well, I don't know how I would describe it. I mean, I've, it would take me a very long time and I don't know if I'm very good at uh, expressing it yet, but mm-hmm. I've definitely come from, my musical tradition came from hip-hop for sure i owe a lot to my understanding of community and my understanding of the world to uh the way that hip-hop uh as a culture and as a community invited me in and so it grew from there and i also um kind of fell in love with house music and i also fell in love with ambient music um so the projects that i actually have out under the name anglish are kind of an amalgamation of my loves of music uh, and working with some people and encouraged by people that I really like from the area. So uh, I've put out two projects. Uh, one is called Wave Pocket, which features mm-hmm. folks like Shanika Maria, uh, Lex Leosis, and uh, Keisha Fresh, formerly of the sorority. Um, Scribe, who I have a group with called Soap, we go by, which is Scribe and English Aren't Perfect. And then Kojo Easy Dampty is also on that. Uh, Early Bird. Um, Desu, uh, who formerly went by Thaddeus uh, on the album, <laughs> uh, he's changed his producer name. And um, who else is on that? Tariq plays saxophone. I don't know. And then I made a, uh, a ambient album called Skywave, uh, 
and I could talk for a long time about that too. But that's some of what I what I do, and I produce for other folks as well. I've had the opportunity recently of producing for Life in the Tribe, uh, and we just put out a pro- a song called um, God Damn. Uh, I did the remix, and uh, Scribe was rapping on that as well. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> How do I describe my my sound i don't know it would it would be it would take me too long and i don't know if i would do yeah. it well <laughs> yeah no totally no that 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 was great um who would you say are your biggest like musical influences oh my god it depends on the day really like <laughs> mm-hmm. um if if i'm saying today because i got i got into some ambient stuff again well there would be brian eno for sure um yeah uh, but Nils Fromm and Olafur Arnolds are really inspiring to me as well, as well as Boards of mm-hmm. Canada. I remember listening to them on their old MySpace page and stuff like that. And <laughs> um, But then Kate Renata would be huge, obviously. A lot of the folks in selection, like um, Sango, but then also like local folks like Eloquent, I think is a big influence as well to me. And uh, I don't know, there's so many, like Scribe is just a huge influence to me, just knowing him and talking to him all the time and... Um, Aisha as well, Life in the Tribe. Um, Shanika is a huge influence to me. She's the reason that I put out Skywave because she heard my ambient stuff and was like, yeah, you should put this out. And I was like, oh, I would never put out a whole ambient project, but she'd kind of encouraged me, so. Yeah. All right, so you want to get yeah, into music? Yeah, let's talk about our uh, favorite songs of 2021. So I know that you have a much longer list than I do. You have about double. Um, But I think we're going to go over like our top 50 or so. Yeah. Do we want to start at the bottom? Ooh. All right. We can definitely do that. Yeah. Okay. Do you have it like, so wait, wait, because I've done mine. I've done mine before where it's just like my favorite songs of the year or whatever, just all popped into a playlist or I've done Mm -hmm. it before where I did it like in order this year. I kind of did it in order, but it's pretty loose. Okay. Yeah. Mine is definitely not in order, okay. so do not take it like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mine was definitely um, a little looser and just kind of like adding stuff whenever I heard it and I was really into it. So right, that's right. how mine is. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we can just jump around if you want. Do you, okay, do, do, I mean. Do you feel like you had a favorite song of the year, though? I think I was thinking about that earlier today. I think I do. Yeah. Okay, so then um, let's which, save that for like mm, like at the very end then at least. Perfect. Okay, okay. we okay, can do cool, that. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. I can't wait. Um, mm-hmm. At number 50 for me was mm-hmm. Mick Jenkins' uh, Gucci Tried to Tell Me uh, off of Ooh, his okay. Elephant in the Room project. I thought that mm-hmm. that project was amazing. Uh, he's got a lot of songs I think he's got one in my top five as well. Uh, but th- mm-hmm. uh, he's got like four or five songs in my top 50 for sure. And that album yeah. was incredible. I think he touches on like so many g- great things. And I think he's like the poet of 2021 to me. Like I can't believe the ways that he's putting words together on that album. So yeah, yeah that, one, that one's I'm unfamiliar, but I should. Mick Jenkins? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. He's out of Chicago. He's worked with lots of mm. everybody from Chicago has all kind of worked together in that scene. So he's he's worked with like uh, Gene Doe a bunch, uh, but he's also worked with like Smino and uh, Saba right. and No Name and Chance the Rapper and all of those folks. Cool. Um, I because I have fifty one, I am going to add one more into there. If you want to do fifty one as well, okay. okay. Um, just because I have that number. Um, at fifty one, I have um the the taylor's version of i bet you think about me 
right. from Red Taylor's version. Um, I am I couldn't really call myself a Taylor Swift fan or no? like a Swifty. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like when I was fourteen. I mean, she she fucking rocked. Right. You know, she was my fucking world when I was like fourteen. Right. Um, but nowadays, I mean, I I had it in years until basically she re released Red, which at the time of release, I think I didn't even listen to. Um, is that the one now, with uh, I knew you were trouble when you walked in, or was that from nineteen eighty nine? Yeah. No. Yeah, I think that is Red. Yes, that is Red. Yeah, like it's her more yeah. poppy. Like she was coming into more of a pop sound, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I think everybody's heard about you know um, <sighs> why? Why can I not remember it now? Jesus Christ. Um, uh, is it the her, stuff with like her um, manager? The reason that she had to re-record everything? Um. Well, I mean, that is the reason why she made it. Yes, but oh, I'm talking about um all too well. The re-release of that, the 10 minute version which everybody's talking about. Um, oh. ever, everybody knows about that. From, oh, I'm in different I mean, circles. I, I, don't, I don't know any, anything. You're she, in different she, circles? She put okay. out a 10-minute <laughs> uh, version of a song? Yeah, so... And people um, listen to I 10 actually, minutes of Taylor Swift. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just You know what? No, I'm just that kidding. She's, song, she's, a, she's a great songwriter. I should never... I shouldn't talk like that. She is. Yeah. That song is honestly... I think it's like, it, it, like crazy smart. Um, I think it's incredibly well done. Hmm. I think... The ten minute version does add to the original. Um, I think it's really cool. But anyways, I'm talking about I bet you think about me. Interesting. Um, yeah, which is done with uh, Chris Stapleton is featured on that. Um, it's very country twang. Um, she re released a music video for it this year, um, and it's like it. I mean, <laughs> it seems a little bitter. You know, ah. it's a little bitter. I mean, the song is I Bet You Think About Me. Right. And it's about, so this music video is her at her ex's wedding. I see. Um, and her basically walking around like this kind of um, figure that he can't seem to let go of. And even at his wedding, he's like, you know, still thinking about her. And so it's, you know, it's a little bitter. It's, you know. It, uh, you know, people can take different things from it. Um, but I do love that song. I've been listening to that on repeat. So that is, that is number 51 for me. I see. Mm -hmm. Number 51 for me was, are you with that by Vince Staples? Mine might lean a little, a little mm. rap here at the bottom of this thing, but, but, but then I go to like, uh, Jesse wears, please. Uh, she put out the, right. uh, the deluxe version. I think she called it the platinum version of what's your pleasure. And I thought that that album was one of my favorites of, yeah. Uh, of the year before uh her disco like sound is incredible i also had like mm -hmm. tank and the bangas and big frida's big was down there and then i get into like uh don richard bus it for me uh mm -hmm. and like don richard has stuff higher up in my list i think too but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i was gonna say vince staples i'm a big fan yeah that album was so interesting. And I was listening to an interview where like, cause that, that album, like maybe, maybe that song, honestly, like I might even put it higher up now as I've been thinking about it because mm -hmm. his, his album was really, really understated. And I wondered, I was like, man, this is different from like big fish theory, you know, where he had like Sophie producing right. for him and like, um, 
and a whole and like uh, Justin Vernon was on that, but he never he wouldn't put features on his albums because he said uh, Michael Jackson didn't do it, so he doesn't want to do it either. Um, mm-hmm. And so he 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 would feature people, but he wouldn't put them in the in the brackets, you know, featuring whoever. Um, yeah. But he he started to now a bit more. Um, but on this album, it's really really understated. And then I heard him on an interview talking about how. Uh, the music that he's making in the studio is just replacements, replacements in like movies and TV. And then his stuff mm. on his albums is his own stuff like for his fans. So you can totally mm. see that in the ways that his music was in like Black Panther and it was in um, Into the Spider-Verse and like he's getting all these huge, huge placements where he's making these like big songs and then he uses that money to fund the art that he wants to make. And I was like, that's yeah. so interesting. That's so cool. And yeah, like it, it, it adds another depth of, of like, I mean, it's already a self-titled album. Like this is obviously very much, he did what he wanted to do. It's Vince Staples by mm-hmm. Vince Staples. So it's cool to, mm-hmm. it was cool to hear, hear on that album. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, I guess my 50 is um, Be Sweet by Japanese Breakfast. Oh, I don't know them. No. Um, she is, she's American. Where she, I, saw, I thought she was Canadian for the longest time. She is not. Um, but she's American. She's like, she's known for alt rock stuff, but this was very 80s synthy alt pop, okay. I guess. Um, yeah. Um, pretty cool. It's from her album Jubilee that she released this year. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. Wow. Um, if this year, 2021, but you know, the year we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Be Sweet is one of the singles off of it. I mean, like, you know, very, very 80s. Um, yeah, su- super cool. Just like dancey and fun. Um, yeah, and that album I like really enjoyed. I just kept going back to it and I was like, I'm just having fun, you know? Yeah. Like it was great. Yeah. Do you, would you would you say that you lean further into like indie rock? I would say like, is that your default you would feel like? Yeah, yeah. Um I think it's been my default. Yeah, for most of my life I'd say indie rock. Yeah. Indie rock. Um but I'd say my two biggest is hip hop and in and uh indie rock. Right. Yeah. Did you for listen sure. at all? Did you last year did you get to did you get the chance to listen to the Cleo Soul album? Called Mother? Cleo um n- n- no. That one. No, I didn't. That one, so that one's, I guess, I don't know if it's definitely not indie rock. Like it's singer songwriter, but I don't really know what like yeah. that even means, <laughs> you know? Right, like, right. It's so hard to nail down. It's why I have a hard time oh, yeah. nailing down my own like stuff because I don't really want to mm-hmm. box myself. But, but anyway, um, but like with, uh, with Cleo Soul's album, like that one really stuck with me too. I kept going back to it and being like, wow, what is this? Like there's this producer in flow was his name. He's from the UK. And mm-hmm. he's, he produced all of Mother for Cleo Soul and then all of uh, Sometimes I Might Be Introvert for Little Sims. And those were like my top two. Mm. Other than Tinashe's 333, those are my those are my favorites of the year for sure. Right. Like, but I'm yeah, I'm trying to look through my my list now for like indie indie rock or like even even rock in my top. Yeah. I should. I really should. So yeah, if you want to send me yeah. by some stuff of like, you know, what's the best indie rock? I really gotta up my game, I guess. I can definitely do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this year and la- last year was definitely basically only indie rock and hip hop. This year, 
I think it was about the same. I think it had more pop in there, though. Uh, um, but yeah. So, okay. I'm glad that ours are looking really different so yeah, far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm jumping around, too. I don't know if I don't know if we're... Okay. If it would take too long yeah. to get through all 50 or whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, but yeah, we'll see. I, I um, mean, yeah. Did you... Wait, let me... Can I ask you? Did you... What yeah. did you think of Silk Sonic? Did, did they make any of your list? Did they make, like... It, it it didn't. Um, it to didn't. be honest, I did not give Silk Sonic like a ton of my time. Right. Um, right. I've never really been huge into Bruno Mars, and I think right. that turned me off of I it a little see, bit. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. curious. I I put Leave the Door Open on my list. I think because of how big it was in a moment too. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. I have these songs where I felt like it was, you know, we all listened to it together in some senses you know like the very yeah tiktok famous what's that tiktok famous yeah well i had up in my in my list too by cardi b yeah it's up then it's Mm -hmm. up like i mean a that hook is amazing balenciaga barney back like that 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 hook is nuts she needs people (laughs) to respect cardi b's flow even if partisan fontaine is writing a bunch of it like she's killing it Mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah. oh, another one that was like um, big that I had on my list was Good Days by SZA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I have I think I have that on mine. Wait, yeah? Me... Yes, I do. Good Days. Yep. There it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Finally, one one that we have the same. <laughs> one crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I had Essence by WizKid on there too, featuring Thames. That was a big Ooh. one too. Okay. I do not have that one. Not the Justin okay. Bieber remix, but. Not that I'm mm, hating on the Justin no, Bieber no, no. remix. Everybody can do what they want. You know, I didn't come here to be a yeah. hater. I came here to say what I liked. So, <laughs> yeah, of course, no. Um, I have um, "Don't Shoot Up the Party" by Brockhampton. Yeah. So yes. I, I always, ever since you know all the stuff happened with Brockhampton, mm-hmm. uh, I've been so late to the game on their albums because I'm always like, Ugh, I don't wanna. I know I'm gonna like it and I'm gonna feel sad again that they don't that they're this is their last album and like, yeah, you know. But I did. I think I mm-hmm. did listen through the album. It didn't stick for me. Sugar really okay. stuck. Yeah, that was the last one since their trilogy, since the Saturation trilogy that like really stuck with me. There was the song mm-hmm. on there. What was it? I don't know where I'm going. No Halo. That song was yes. That song really Ooh. stuck with me. So so yeah, yeah. Brockhampton's album. Did you feel like it was a good goodbye to their? Do you think that they'll ever be back again? So okay, I I loved it. So Roadrunner, New Light, New Machine, mouthy mouthy title. Um, I don't know if it'll if anything they do will ever truly live up to the Saturation trilogy. Hmm. Um, but I did love Roadrunner. I right. did love it. And I kind of agree with you where the first time I listened through it, I don't think I paid attention as much. Hmm. Uh, there were only a couple songs that stood out to me. But as I kept listening to it, I was like, oh, wow, I love this. Nice. I really love it. Um, I am there's remembering, a few actually. I, did, I really did pay attention to mm-hmm. it. I went for a walk and listened to it. Just just yeah. that album. Because I was like, I'm remembering now that I, when it came out, I did listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But um, yeah, that's Buzzcut. Which one? Oh, Buzzcut featuring Danny Brown. Oh Fantastic. yeah, Danny Brown was on it. Was 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 yeah. ASAP Mob on it? Um, ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. Because um, they're not down with anybody else in there anymore. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chain on featuring JPEG Mafia. I love Peggy. So. Oh yeah, fantastic. you're a big JPEG Mafia fan. So I saw Bald I was on your list. That came out last yes. year, right? Eh? 
yeah, I I know. I was like, wow, that feels like five years ago. <laughs> like, insane. I loved the um, remix with uh, Denzel Curry of Bald. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Denzel Curry, I think, I don't know if he put out music that made it into my top list here. Okay. Should have. I think that he's one of the best rappers like rapping right now. And I'm super excited. Oh, oh yeah. the game was on my was further down my list. The game, right. the game, the game, the game by Denzel Curry. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got bald and I've got dirty right. by uh Peggy on here. Yeah. Yeah. LP. LP I did I did like a lot. I mean <laughs> Peggy's he's just fucking hilarious and I love his music yeah. um and all of his titles are ridiculous um yeah love that guy so this is this is something where like I've noticed as we were talking about kind of the difference between being me being a millennial and you being a Gen Z where some of the <laughs> stuff where it's like I I actively have to try I think okay with with JPEG Mafia um okay and I think like I don't know. Like he's definitely super talented and I go to some of his stuff and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, this is really cool. But then other stuff I'm like, I don't get it. I think this is over my head. I think maybe like, oh. I don't know what the appeal is. There's times definitely mm-hmm. where I'm like, it's too much for me. I can't, I can't do as much of this. And then there's folks who are going even further than JPEG mafia with that kind of oh, yeah. sound to me. And I'm not familiar enough with it to be able to speak to it. But I was working at the back of a restaurant and there was a guy who would play stuff that I would compare kind of to JPEG Mafia and like, and would play JPEG Mafia as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes I was like, oh yeah, this is sick. This is really cool. And then other times I was like, shoot, I think this might be another generation's thing. Like, I don't know if this is Mm -hmm. me. (laughs) I don't know if I can Mm -hmm. figure this out, but. Do you like Death Grips? No. No, you don't like Death Grips or you even tried? No, I've tried. I actively have to try (laughs) with Death Grips too. That that makes me a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're like do you think they're like Gen Z ish? Do you think they're a little I think that they're little sort new of, agey? I think that there's something that happened, at least for me, where mm-hmm. I wasn't able to follow the trajectory. Right. I wasn't able to really too, get, you're like, too old, Brett. That or I'm not into rock. <laughs> do you think mm-hmm. that do you think the touch points think- are like rock of a certain era? Ah, you think Peggy? You think Peggy has a lot of rock influences? I mean, like I see I that on certain songs, but um, I would say Denzel Curry does, and he's the closest mm-hmm. that I get to some of the more like people who will sometimes like yell on a song, you know, or like <laughs> scream or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah. And I was in a screamo band, like I was in a hardcore band growing up in Manitoba, and oh. like. So I was around hardcore music and like punk. And so sometimes when I hear that stuff, I do like it. Like Rico Nasty will do stuff that I'm like, oh, that's really, really cool. And I get the, mm-hmm. the touch points and Denzel does too. And so, may- and so maybe I need to just, you know, yeah. give it a what better What about shot. like Kanye? Do I like Kanye? Yeah. Oh, he's definitely not on my list of top 100. No, Kanye's the type. So mm. it's kind of like Brockhampton where I'm a little bit sad when I listen to it. Because I'm like, ah, I remember mm. what this was for me at one point. And then. It's yeah. not that anymore. It doesn't feel the same. And it's like, yeah, like yeah. he does stuff where it's definitely super inspiring. And I know that he's creative and like a phenomenal mm-hmm. artist and he changed the way that I view music. Yeah. But where am I going for? I guess, um, do you know who Snail Mail is? Which one? Snail Mail? Again, indie rock. No, I don't. No? Okay. Where, um, where are uh, they from? Um, US for sure. I think like, you know, California. 
Are there um, s- for indie rock? Are there specific scenes? Like, are there like, oh, this is what like California rock sounds like? Oh, here's a Gen Z one. I saw. I remember seeing in your <laughs> list. Okay, Claro. Explain Claro to me. Yes. So okay. Um, I went to go see Claro. her in Toronto, and I didn't get it. Oh, so I'm like a fifty-fifty Claro fan. Um, I I got introduced to her because she did a lot of like, um, in in alt alt pop indie indie pop indie pop sort of bubblegummy singles, and she was known for that for bubble a while. Gummy. They kind of bubblegummy, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, if you listen when to when I saw her play, I thought she just really played the guitar, and it sounded very bedroom, mm-hmm. like shoegazy, mm-hmm. almost. Sad, was that like, like 2019? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been pre-pandemic. So yeah, I think it was 2019 yeah. actually. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. She started going a bit more soft, a bit more sad, a bit more almost kind of folky, and now her recent album is like pure folk. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe like folk pop, maybe. Okay. But, um. Yeah. Um. So she she's definitely changed a little bit. It was definitely yeah. She was definitely bedroom pop. Definitely, um, old pop. There's a lot of a lot of singles that went big on on uh, Spotify. I would like. Yeah, she seems very Spotify, kind of, right? She's probably on a lot of playlists, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, that's what it, it felt like, like when I was there. I was yeah. like, damn, this feels like somebody made this specifically for a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so then, to me, that's very bland. Mm. That's very mm. much like, like, oh, you wanted me to just kind of figure this out in the algorithm, and for you to like fit with other people, and so you're not making the most interesting thing. But then she would finish a song, and people would scream and clap, and I was like, oh, like I get it. If like, yeah, this is that was nice, you know, that was good. We're at a good show or whatever. But people were like really, really super into it, and I was like, shit, I gotta figure this out because i know like i know that i probably would have that reaction to something like white ferrari by frank ocean right where it's like he doesn't do that much on that song bad luck to talk right and he's just kind of it's a pretty chill song but for me i would be like oh my god i've known frank ocean for so long and so this means so much this song means so much to me because it's so beautifully written or whatever and i get that if somebody on the outside looking in i wouldn't be able to specifically point to what like musically in that song or lyrically in that song really connected with me right but this Mm. artist Mm -hmm. did and i could see that for people who loved claro and i was like i can't figure out lyrically or musically where to hang my hat with her music because i was like there's not Mm -hmm. a lot happening here and Mm -hmm. something is super connecting so it but maybe it is the music i don't know yeah um yeah i'd say that like because i got into her um hearing those um and i'd like i'd almost describe it as kind of like tumblery yes if you know what i mean thank you scroll through it forever and it would just never Mm -hmm. like it would be sort of um (laughs) it's like there's a filter on it where you can half see the image you know it's like right Right, fuzzy right, right. and out of focus and like there's not really a melody there wasn't really a hook there wasn't really something to but you know it had a feeling it had a vibe yeah um her recent album sling which is a kind of folk poppy um i thought i would be really into it unfortunately i'm not hmm. um but i did add um yeah blouse to my list and is there anything else oh, oh amoeba um, amoeba hmm. amoeba amoeba a-M-O-E-B-A, right. science word, amoeba. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, never my strong suit. Uh, yeah. Um, blouse, I think, is fantastic. Um, Amoeba, I'm like, you know, it's good. Uh, the rest, I just, yeah, it, it kind of what you were describing is like not a ton to grasp onto. Nothing that stood out too much. Right. Um, yeah, so it ended up not making it to like my favorites list, um, or my favorite albums list, right. but these singles. But some of the made songs, through, made so yeah, yeah, a couple of them, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, right, right after Claro, um, is actually um, Bleachers, as in um, what's his name? <laughs> One second, let me scroll. I am bad at this. Um. Oh my god! Why I sometimes I lose names, uh, and I I can't get in the back. Um, uh, producer for Taylor Swift, producer for whole bunch of indie rockers. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's not something you would know. Here, I wouldn't, um, I'm not sorry. No problem. Let me let me just Google it for a second. Um, so he produced um Claro's album, actually. Oh wow! Uh, so she's so so she's yeah. being produced by like this is I'm getting way too hung up on Claro. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I was I was really fascinated when I was at that show. I kept I went with my brother and he was trying to explain to me that people had watched her for a long time and connected yeah. with that in that way. Yeah, Jack Antonoff. Interesting. There he goes. Um, producer for Lord. Producer for Taylor Swift, Claro, whole bunch Lord, of... Lord, was similar this mm-hmm. year, hey? Is that the producer, mm-hmm. hey? Man, maybe I just don't like his stuff. Maybe. I loved that Solar Power, okay? The song yeah. the song Solar Power. However, yeah. and I w- had such high hopes for the album because I really liked her last album. Uh, Greenlight mm-hmm. was on it, and but my favorite song Me on too. it was Sober. I forget what the album was called. Was it called Greenlight? Mm-hmm. No. Um... Anyway, no. Solar Power, the song, is in my yeah. top probably 20 of all of the year. I yeah. thought that that Melodrama. was a phenomenal song. But then the rest of it, yeah, yeah. there was nothing really, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It didn't grab yeah. me in the same um, way. Yeah. Stoned at the Nail Salon is on my my list. Yeah. Here. I liked it. I do love I that liked song. It. Yeah. And, I, and it was in my top probably like, so the way that I do it is I just cram everything into a playlist and I'll have like maybe 300 or more songs or something and then i'll just like keep Mm -hmm. on listening to it and listening to it and picking out picking out picking out until i'm down to the down to the 100 right 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 right. what else is on your list uh yeah stoned at the nail salon was was there too oh yeah yeah before before. uh what else do you have over there uh let's see something else that we both had on it that i'd be excited to talk about would be life in the tribe (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. oh hell yeah i had type uh let me let me look again at how high up i had it i had it in my top 11 so it's number 11 uh type i thought was amazing came out at the beginning of 2021 uh life in the tribe recorded this phenomenal anthem i think that the the music on it by garrett is incredible too i'm just like amazed at the the stuff that those two have come together to make as well as the band like nathaniel and everybody who's who's playing on it i wish i remembered everybody's names i know all these folks because they're from hamilton and people are producing Mm -hmm. here but um 
really regardless of this being kind of, you know, friend rock where it's like you listen to somebody and you're like, oh, I really like it because they're my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like really beyond that at this point. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm dating Aisha. So let me let me be completely honest with the listeners of why I think that this is uh, maybe what's what might be coloring my view. But uh, I don't mm-hmm. think that it is. I think that I really <laughs> am truly, uh, I think that she wrote and produced just a phenomenal song like type her talking about um her being uh like dark-skinned black woman and not being accepted by people in music and in her life uh and just making it like such a like um unapologetic like uh statement of like why are you acting like i'm not amazing you know like why are you (laughs) why are you even bothering uh like just it's almost like you know um she's declaring this incredible thing. I don't know. I, I love the, I love this song and I wish I, uh, I wish I could speak to it a little bit even better, but, but I, I think the video was, was really striking as well of her by these waterfalls. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, I think filmed by Victoria. Um, I forget what yes. Victoria goes by when she makes music, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. Type yeah. by by Life in the Tribe was incredible, but you had you had Goddamn on your list, right? I do. Yeah, um, I, I had mean, that right you know, I think under I like just... two songs under is is Goddamn for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I was just a superstar, and you know, yeah. anything she puts out is fantastic. Um, yeah, it was really just about choosing one. I figured I'd choose the more recent one, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Goddamn is just is just fantastic. Such so. a big tune. Yeah. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. God damn. Um, God damn. Oh, I, I uh, work it, twerk it, bop it till it's 7 a.m. There's so many like catchy <laughs> parts. Like, you know, like when Aisha says she does pop, she really does. Like, she makes stuff that mm-hmm. gets caught in my head. And like, that's what pop should do. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, speaking um, of pop, other pop songs that yeah. I had on mine was like uh, Montero, I thought was a huge song. So that's yes. just above type for me. Call me by your name. You know, that was always in my head throughout the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, I have I have a couple Luna songs here. And that was uh, Montero was one of my favorite albums from this mm-hmm. year, for sure. Um, I also have Industry Baby, which I mean, blew up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that was lower huge. on yeah. my list, but it was on my list, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are, I, I just like I I I, I love Lunas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. I just, oh my god, yeah, he's he's hilarious. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing every step of the way. He has everything planned out. He knows how to create a campaign for himself and get people talking about him. Um, I just think he's like incredibly smart and yeah. like super talented, making a lot of waves, making like a lot of progress for like you know LGBTQ artists. Um, just being like out in like bold just being bold about who he is and unapologetic and it's uh it's fantastic Mm -hmm. and i think he's hilarious and i'm really excited to see more from him yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no he's he's super talented and like it was quickly noticed that it wasn't an accident that (laughs) he had a he had the the most streamed song of all time you know it wasn't for no reason oh no I think people yeah. wanted, really wanted it to be a fluke. And he was like, no, <laughs> no, nope. I've studied this, you know, he's definitely, he knew oh, how yeah. to, he knew how to, um, just like ride a moment too. Mm-hmm. 
Other um, pop songs is also Normani's Wild Side, but specifically I had the Catronata remix because that mm-hmm. I feel like flew a little too under the radar for me. That mm-hmm. that remix is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. His oh, yeah. production, like so many of us are Catronata's children right now. Uh, I feel like, you know, like he has created this sound that feels Montreal in some senses and has like just also the epitome of like internet um, Mm. music to me as well. Like really the SoundCloud era, you know, and like Mm -hmm. what we what we really had in this moment where um, music was not tied to money for a second on the internet again, you know, because it was free <laughs> yeah. to just upload whatever you wanted and it didn't matter if something got taken down. Catronada got huge off of a Janet Jackson remix of If, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's still not on Spotify. It's his biggest song of all time, but he, he you can't put it anywhere because it's an unsanctioned remix, you know? It's not it's not official or unsanctioned is probably the wrong word to use and we've just heard about sanctions too much today, so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like... Uh, Normani's Wild Side was already just huge and then to hear Catronata like take it to this next level with all these synths and this like super like club sound that would just you his mixes too I I feel like if people aren't a DJ they don't quite understand what it's like to play a Catronata song it's the reason why DJs love Catronata so much is his stuff sounds just so good being played out of a huge sound system and like getting people to dance to like I don't know <laughs> I can gush about Catronata for a long time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I think uh, running with the pop theme, um, I also have uh, Doja Cat and Scissors Kiss Me More. Mm. Was that for trolls? Yeah, I yeah I think so. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, I just think it's it's super fun. Again, a TikTok viral song. Ah. Um, See, yeah. I got I'm on TikTok TikTok now or whatever, but as people kept on being like, you gotta be on TikTok, you gotta be on TikTok, I was like, man, I'm not even on Instagram anymore. Like I deleted my mm. Facebook. Like I mean, I get it. TikTok looks good, man. It looks like it's fun, but <laughs> mm. <laughs> ah, I know I sound old, but it's gonna be the like I, tenth social media thing that I gotta sign up for now in like oh God, I two know. years. And it's just like, well, I don't know, in five years if it's not gone, then yeah, but I had a really good time on Vine and I still miss that every day. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know a lot of people my age that are leaving TikTok and they're really? pretty happy about it. So Already? Yeah, I would say mm-hmm, ah. mm-hmm. Um a lot of it has to do with like seeing toxic shit all the time and being like this is probably not great for my mental health yeah 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 Yeah. oh it's so hard we're inundated with so much information constantly it's hard it's like impossible to process and then we have to too that's the reason that like we can't just go into a hole because like that doesn't help anybody either we've got to be caring for each other and stuff like that and then Mm -hmm. just a huge weight to to feel in these places where we kind of want to get away, right? And and for a while, mm-hmm. this social media can be that thing. And then all of a sudden it becomes, oh, this is where information gets spread. And then poof, just like a waterfall of information where you're like, oh, well, I want to know about that. And 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 then you're just like, you know, you go into the TikTok hole and I've been in there and I've been like, oh, well, I'm not creative or like really thinking that much <laughs> right now. I'm just kind of consuming mm-hmm. content and like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's different I, I'm trying to figure out like I don't want to be elitist about whether like a book or an album 
on vinyl or like or like sitting down and listening to music is better than scrolling through TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's different content. And I think that there's ways of consuming it that are wonderful as well. And that can be so life giving to a lot of people, right? Where it's like, no, like TikTok is is my community and I don't want to take anything away from that. I don't view um, technology necessarily as something that's like evil or anything like that in a, inherently in and of itself, right? So, um, but if these algorithms are constantly being used by, you know, capitalists and like companies, then we start to feel like products inside of them. And that makes us all feel really bad, I think. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to be oh, a product, no. you know? <laughs> I don't want to be used for advertising and commercials and stuff, so. Me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look for more pop on my list here. Oh man. Um, oh, oh, one album that I, I loved was Ray Black's yeah. album, Access Denied. Did you check that I out? I am unfamiliar. Oh, it's so no. good. So she's from the UK. Um, her song MIA specifically with Cash Page, I, I had in my top 12. So that one's right under type. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing song. Oh, well, pop. Well, I don't know. Would you count Tinashe as pop? That was my favorite album of the year, 333. Maybe. Yeah. I mean- Maybe. Yeah. Like there's Catronata production on that as well, but the song Small Reminders mm-hmm. specifically is my favorite song of the year. I don't know if we're jumping ahead to that yet, but Yeah. Um I mean we can throw it in wherever. Um I mean I I guess my my favorite song mm, my favorite song I don't know if I can sort into a specific category. Um my favorite song was Happier Than Ever by, by Billie, Billie Eilish. Eilish. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. Was um, so her new album was it what, would you say it was similar to her last album or would you would you feel like it was quite a uh, departure? Hmm. I think that's hard because I, I do think there's a lot of crossover, but yeah. she also tried out a whole lot of new styles. Um, so it's, you know, it's not like a completely new Billy, um, right. but she is dipping her toes into different styles and different areas. Um, I think it's can a lot I, less focused. fully honest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't listen to it because it felt like I've I've heard this before. Hmm. This mm-hmm. and I and and I mean in the sense that again I didn't listen to it. <laughs> Let me preface yeah. with that. Yeah. So I couldn't have heard it before. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I but I, what I saw was as somebody who you know, I guess I don't know. Anyway, so. What I saw was she came onto the scene with bad guy, mm-hmm. obviously, right? Which feels mm-hmm. very hip hop, right? She she was wearing hip hop yeah. uh, clothing constantly. Uh, she was saying like, you know, she she kind of had I, I I don't know if she had a grill at, at any point, but she but but she was definitely you know she seemed to kind of be like you know when Miley Cyrus was in her hip hop era, but like a mm-hmm. little bit um, less cringy than that. And so, mm-hmm. but then but then all of a sudden, oh, she's come out with a with a blonde hair thing and she's doing more folky stuff and like she used hip-hop to get to where she needed to in pop and then she was able to go and be white somewhere else and that's what it really Mm. felt like when and again i haven't listened to the album i don't really listen to interviews of her i see her peripherally right but Mm. that was but i do like listening to popular things i do like knowing what (laughs) it is interesting to lots of people um but i just didn't sit down and i could and i think that these are my assumptions that were made almost subconsciously right like it's not like i really sat down and was like ah billy eilish is like this but i just kind of peripherally kept on seeing her and was like oh she used to be like that and now she's doing her blonde haired um like folky rock probably era or something 
where she's mm-hmm. you know and like Katy perry's done that and like uh lady gaga's done that where you know they go from working with dr dre to working with the indie darling guy and then it's like ugh, you always like break in with this with black people essentially on the backs of black people and then all of a sudden leave that and i don't know if that's what Billie eilish did i'm not accusing her of that because like i said i have not listened to it and i have not looked into it but that is something that uh some white artists have definitely done and it's something that i shy away from and so i just on the surface didn't listen to that album but would be open to it if you're saying that it's good yeah um so i don't know hmm i don't know if i'll call much of anything she's done folky no um so she didn't do like a a, like a guitar based album all of a sudden now no she didn't no definitely not so it it is very Um, production based still is it phineas producing I yeah I believe so yeah yeah I don't think she's moved on from anyone else. No. Oh, so um, it was just like an aesthetic, like a look thing for her, like a mainly. I yeah. see. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, maybe yeah. I'm a hater. See, I am a hater. I know that I'm a hater. <laughs> That's well. okay. I mean, we all make assumptions. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it it's definitely not as focused as her last album. Um, she dips into like a bit of like jazz and like different things i think there's even like a oh what was it like a little bit of like a like an edm song um yeah she tries because by the look of it i guess i just expected you know justin timberlake's man of the woods if you remember that like (laughs) no how many of these artists are gonna go and do their you know (laughs) yeah 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 no no um i i think maybe the closest song to what you're thinking of is um what's it called your power which is like it's soft i think there's guitar and she should be allowed to 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 figure that out she's what 19 or something like i'm being yeah aggressive in how i'm judging this this person (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah i mean i mean honestly there there's a lot of songs on here that i love there's some there's a handful that i think are like really blah um really boring really just like not much um and then like happier than ever i mean therefore i am i also have on um on my favorites and uh, that song i think is fucking incredible Hmm. um but happier than ever i think is the best song she's ever written wow in my opinion um it's also like very rock ish mm. and that might be my bias coming through i see was um, her, was, but, so yeah was her last album rock ish no right no right, right. yeah okay. yeah okay yeah definitely a lot more r&b yeah. hip-hop focus yeah. yeah okay yeah um yeah um i mean i think i think it's a pretty wide i think it's a pretty popular opinion though that happier than ever is her best song hmm. um it's just like it it's just it's 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 powerful it's about you know her feeling screwed over by an ex and mm. like it's it's you know it's therapeutic it's uh it's i think it's fantastic mm. so that is my favorite song favorite song of the year um yeah so small reminders to me <laughs> by tanache if i mm-hmm. can go back to it because like mm-hmm. that song is incredible i feel like it was yeah. the like um distillation to me kind of of the year it changes every verse the the music changes every verse so it starts off as this like just almost um it's this piano-y driven 
uh, R&B, like you're driving down the highway, like you, it's just California, like feeling. I don't know. It's summer, you know? Uh, and she's talking about, you know, time, time is racing. Life seems so long. Don't go wasting before it's all gone, you know, and don't go chasing small reminders of who you are basically. Right. And then the second, so, it, but it's like, but it's like kind of sad in the first verse, right? It's like, it's like trying to, to me, to me, that's how I felt listening to it. Right. Like, but then she like switches up. She's like, nobody can tell me shit about shit now. And then she switches up to like now or never perfect timing. I'll live forever. The stars keep shining. Love will find us. Don't go chasing small reminders. But then it switches into this like sad second verse where it goes into this like funk track and this bass line comes in of like doom right and she's like i got i spent 55 on the fill up and she's like completely in it like whole different kind of flow that she's doing right like she's practically rapping cool. on it she's got like the cook cookies and the doobies lit up she's like i'm dodging the police and all this stuff right she's she's rolling down the highway like she's she's driving she you can she she took me there in that like in the way <laughs> that she was singing in the way that she like you know uh painted this whole picture right uh, and she's just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Like I got to remember who I am. Right. As much as like, I, we can lose it all this time. Right. And then it's like, you know, now is the, now is a good time to like figure out like who you are. But then in that last verse, the beat switches up into this like dark R and B, like deep, uh, sound of like synths and like electronic drums where before everything felt very real, very grounded, very like, uh, organic in a sense. Right. Now it all of a sudden feels mm -hmm. very, very, uh, lonely very and, and, and before it felt it felt very much like there's a lot of people you know there's a tambourine going there's the drums there's the bass there's the piano and then it strips back into this like um per, like uh produced uh like electronic part where she goes you know what do you dream about when there's no one else there to listen what do you wish for what do you care about and she's and then she's like when you look in the mirror and you think about your mistakes don't make a sound who are you really though and I'm like, holy shit, did she, did she come into the bathroom with me at some point and just like look in the <laughs> mirror with me? Because how many of us have not been in that spot, you know, where you like look in the mirror mm -hmm. and you're like thinking about your mistakes and you're like, who, who is this person, you know? Like, who am I trying to figure out I am? And like, she's like, do you even know? If you could undo what you're going through, would you? And that's how like the song kind of ends. And it's like, man, if this wasn't 2021 for me, like there was definitely highs, but man, was there some lows. And like, sometimes mm -hmm. you're like, who am I? How am I supposed to find my way through any of this? And I, and you know, she's just like, don't go chasing small reminders. Look for, look for, look for what you need. Look for love, right? Look for, um, look for big things that the stars keep shining. You know, it, she's like, I'll live forever. You don't go chasing small reminders because you've got time. Take things slowly, you know, um, go and find that stuff. Uh, time's racing, but like, you know, take your time with it. And like, that's, that's what I kind of took from that song. And I just kept on going back to it and being so encouraged and like, so, and also like being able to feel like everything's the best and everything is the worst at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. And I think her mm -hmm. distilling that into one song made it my best of the year. <laughs> yeah. But then the second well, best one of, it, of, of the year to me was Little Sims Introvert yeah. because of her talking about mm. introversion, which I also get <laughs> a lot. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you know, I haven't, I haven't heard it, but you definitely sold it on me. So I'm going to have to now. You, you know Tinashe though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely listen to that whole album. There's oh, my fourth favorite song of the year is also on that album, and it's called "I Can See the Future," and that's really the pop song. That's that that to me mm. is like that's the one that'll get stuck in your head, you know. Um, mm -hmm, I can mm -hmm. see the future, you know, like it's so it's so oh, the whole 
the whole album is it was my album of the year so <laughs> cool all right yeah, i'm definitely gonna have to check that out yeah yeah um another like big song of mine was um silk chiffon by muna so m-u-n-a i mean i think that's how you pronounce that muna muna Mm-hmm. Um and Phoebe Bridgers. Um, I am a massive Phoebe fan and will listen to anything that she's a part of. Um, and she just created a new label, uh, music label, and Muna was one of the first bands that is on that label, and so they did kind of a collab song. Uh Silk Chiffon is basically about um uh, being gay. <laughs> I guess I guess that's the only way to describe it. Right. Um, it's you know, uh, you know, girl, girl love, and uh, it's fantastic. And the I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, movie, but I'm a cheerleader. Nope. Have you heard of that before? No. Okay. It's a very extremely campy, um, extremely campy. Like I think I think 90s or like maybe it's early 2000s. Yeah. 99, um, like. gay. Yeah, um, gay movie about um, basically this girl going to uh, being sent to conversion therapy by her parents, and it's like I mean it's extremely it's a you know that's extremely dark, but it's it's extremely goofy and silly and uh, and really campy, and um, that's what the music video for Silk Chiffon is based on, um, and it's 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 totally it's fantastic. Um, I think it's a extremely catchy single. I think it's like. Like, even even though we've made so much progress, sometimes it's so fucking rare to find a song that's purely about, like, LGBTQ love. Mm. Um, and that song is just about, you know, a, a, a woman wanting, you know, having having a crush on another woman and wanting to be with her. And, like, and uh, it's also, like, just a happy, soft, lovely song. And uh, I think it's really catchy. I think it's fantastic. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, I'm so happy that I I found them. I'm so happy that Phoebe yeah. um, uh, grabbed Muna and slapped them on her label. <laughs> I'm very happy about that. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Did you listen to <laughs> Charlotte Day Wilson's album, Alpha? No. No? If I did not. I mean, obviously, do you know Charlotte Day Wilson? Yes. From Toronto and stuff? So yeah, like yeah. her album is obviously about also loving women because <laughs> she's because yeah. she's yeah. also queer. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, if I could, and like a lot of a lot of, uh, I think there was three songs of that album that made it onto my list. Take care of you was also on there, uh, mm-hmm. on my list of of favorites of the year. King Princess and a bunch of mm-hmm. folks were on. There. I love King Princess. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, I have I have an Olivia Rodrigo song on here. I only have one. Um. So I have Trader on here, um, which I do like. Did you listen to Sour? No. No. So I do. Do you think I should? Eh, you're fine. No. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think you're fine. Um, I, I mean, a very unpopular opinion. I do think it's a little bit overrated. Um, I think it's. <sighs> I'm excited for what she could do in the future. I don't think that she's, I definitely don't think this is her peak. Um, But I think a lot of the songs are uh, fine. Um, I think they're very catchy, you know, which obviously takes a lot of talent to do at such a young age. Mm -hmm. She's like a teenager. Um, 
but yeah, you know, I, eh, if you're not interested, I don't think you have to. Yeah. I don't know. I guess where, huh. It is interesting to me though, that like, I think when there is somebody that young often, uh, maybe I just don't listen to their music. Maybe I should. Hmm, maybe, maybe. Got to get on the hype. I'm, I'm trying know? to look at like the youngest person on my list is probably Lil Nas X, but. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How old? How old is he? Like twenty-one? He, oh, is he that old? Yeah, I guess he is. I, I guess when so. he came out, he was eighteen. So everybody just stays eighteen to me because these last two years haven't <laughs> existed. <laughs> right. Right. Um, um. Who else is? I have a bunch of Megan Thee Stallion on here. Nice. Which Megan songs did I put on my list? I definitely had some too. Yeah. Um. Did you did you have uh, Rainforest? I, I was listening through again of my uh, favorites of the year. No Names Rainforest mm-hmm. is on my top 10. Nope. No? Definitely check Not out for me. Rainforest. By, you, you know No Name though. Uh, oh. I've heard of No Name. Definitely need to go I've and heard listen of no to name. No Name for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. For sure. So she's from uh, Chicago and she is the best rapper rapping right now, I think like number oh. one she is bold yeah she's unbelievably good uh definitely cool. listen to the song rainforest listen to both of her albums uh mm-hmm. yeah room 25 cool, cool. and um telephone are her albums okay yeah gonna have to do it definitely um for for megan on here i have megan's piano i have thought shit obviously and uh eat it okay fantastic nice fantastic um it's from you know something for the hotties which is mainly um freestyles and uh unreleased tracks and stuff like that um but i thought it was great i mean it's it's, it's such a fun fucking album yeah yeah no it's and so great megan is ridiculously talented oh yeah like yeah it's unbelievable mm-hmm. yeah. um do you know why uh, injury reserve i've heard of injury reserve Okay. They feel very, very blog, right? They're they're what? Like very, they're, they're blog darlings, right? Like every blog picks them up whenever <laughs> they do anything. That's why I like I I've never meant to look right. up injury reserve, but anytime that I go to Pitchfork or like any blog, it's just like injury reserve is somewhere around there. Hmm. Mm. I mean, I do have a blog, so oh, I, I guess no, that's. I guess, <laughs> I okay. guess I'm going to have to label them as a blog band. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like, I don't know of anybody who listens to injury reserve. Like I've never talked to somebody, but for some reason they're everywhere on the internet and I'm just like, hmm. well, but I'm also mm-hmm. introverted. So that might be it. I, maybe I'm not talking to the right people, <laughs> but for some might reason, like thing. I know that they're known, you know, but like, I don't, yeah. I don't know their stuff necessarily. Yeah. But it took me no, a long I, time I understand to get what you're saying. people, so yeah no i get what you're saying because like they they have the numbers on spotify but i've never heard somebody mention them in real life yeah um yeah like they feel very much like their internet like they have an internet fame but like yes yeah i could be wrong i could be just in the wrong circles yeah i mean i guess i am too because again i haven't either but um their album from this year is called by the time it gets a phoenix it's pretty incredible um i think think i'm a bigger fan of some older stuff they've done mm. but um i do really love about time i get to phoenix and it was one of my favorite albums from nice. this year so 
yeah, it's pretty good. You had you had some Tyler stuff on your list too, right? Oh yeah, always. That album, I liked it. I really liked it, mm-hmm. and it like it mm-hmm. floored me when it first came out, and then it didn't stick with me. Mm-hmm. I remember, but um, it could have been just the moment that I listened to it at. Like, but when I first sure. listened to it, I was like, "Oh my god!" And two of the two of the songs did make it onto my list. I had Sir Baudier, Baudelaire and Corso yes. on my on my list. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, I don't know. I didn't go back to it as much. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think I would Do you go find back that you for still certain go back to songs. Uh, I think I go back for certain songs. Yeah, um, not for the whole thing. I go back to Flower Boy all the time. Yeah, that was my Igor. That was, yeah, Igor didn't stick with me either. Really, not Igor. No, that was that was Scribe's favorite for sure of of Tyler stuff. I think. Oh yeah, but for me, me it too. was Flower Boy. I was like mm. that production on there and the storytelling and the features. Oh my gosh, he had Corn Bailey Ray on Garden Shed, and that song is amazing. Mm-hmm. And like that Garden Garden Shed to me is the like the tops of what Tyler has done so far. But the mixtape mm-hmm. to me was like second to that. Like I liked the mi- I liked it. Call Me If You Get Lost better than Igor. Mm. Okay. No, okay. I know that that one won the it won the the Grammy, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Igor is my favorite, and I will always go back to that. It's one of my favorite albums. I think I the Grammy. I think the Grammys time. were late. I think that they meant to give it to Flower Boy, and then they gave it to Igor. That's my opinion. The same, because mm. <laughs> Flower Boy. We agree to disagree. I don't know. You know what? You're, you probably are right. I think Igor probably pushed the the genre even further than flower boy did and i i felt a little mm-hmm. safer maybe in flower boy and so that's probably why i stuck there i don't know if it is maybe. actually more daring or interesting maybe although well that's the thing is that i don't think igor is a hip-hop album and it won the grand right which but is I don't like because because yeah. i know that tyler can do it i mean he just proved it on call me if you get lost he can he can rap yeah. he can rap and he can make like hip-hop that sounds like it was from you know dat piff you know it was like mm-hmm. from the era of when we were downloading mixtapes off of the internet right like mm-hmm. um he can do that but yeah igor to me it was just again the grammys trying to be like well i guess hip-hop can get a album let's try to make mm-hmm. it somebody mm-hmm. that's not too hip-hop though let's give it to the macklemores mm-hmm. and to the you know <laughs> to the <laughs> to whenever somebody does something that's not too hip-hop you know i just that's what yeah. i that's what i always feel like i don't know but i'm a hater i'm sure. definitely a hater of the grammys of the grammys specifically <laughs> oh me too um yeah. i mean did you see tyler's speech when he accepted that i didn't or no? i did okay. i did but i don't remember it i know that i okay. watched it but i don't remember it so he basically called that out and he basically said um my album deserves a grammy but not in the hip-hop category right. and he the only reason why that, i'm winning that he? Yep. Well, that's yep. why we he all said loved the only him right it. after that again, you know? I mean, I loved him even as yeah. he was winning it. Hey, Cardi Cardi does Cardi B is somebody who gets hated on for winning that uh that award, and I think yeah. she is the most deserving of a Grammy for hip hop. If the people from the Grammys mm-hmm. are giving out awards for the best hip hop album and she made an album that was supposed to win that award cuz she made a pop album with um and I love that album. I think that it's it's genius. Uh Invasion of Privacy. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it's genius and I think that she absolutely deserved to win that that album of the year on that um, but yeah. yeah I think it it, 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 do, it is still an example of the long line of they're going to reward albums that aren't really that hip hop and Tyler mm-hmm. knows it and we all know it and it's like well then let's not care about the Grammys anymore <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah, well, he basically also followed that up with, like, you know, the only reason why you gave me hip-hop and not, like, pop is because I'm black. Yup. Like, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think Igor deserved the award, but, I mean, not in hip-hop, because it's just, you listen to it, it's not a hip-hop record. Yeah. It just isn't. And then, and then that's where genre becomes this like gatekeeping weird thing where it's like, okay, well then you didn't make something quite right. And like that stuff gets really hard, but I love it as community, which is why that community should be giving out the award, right? The community Mm -hmm. of hip hop should be the one who's deciding, right? So that that Mm -hmm. community can continue to know itself and can continue to uh, become itself, right? And, uh, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's, that's what like, you know could mm-hmm. could be amazing by us i don't know oh, yeah. uh coming up with new award shows because <laughs> these ones are tired man <laughs> i'm sick of no uh, seriously you know I, I i mean i was watching this thing of like um no nah, no nah, I'll, I'll go down a rabbit hole but well who do you think who do you think sh- like is going to be award winning this year of the 2021 stuff that came out like do you think that your your list kind of aligns with anything that will be winning awards or no god it is grammy season isn't it when does that happen i don't know it's got to be happening somewhat soon i know the oscars just announced yeah their movies from last year have the grammys yeah. already announced when? and maybe i just don't care and i didn't look that that might be me grammys. too um i honestly have no idea 2022 64th Grammys. Oh, they're postponed. <clears throat> mm. Oh, for okay. April 3rd. Okay, so mm. it's coming up. Mm. <coughs> In a little while still. But. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, let's see. I mean, maybe, probably Billy. Um, probably Lil Nas, Lil Nas X. Um... Hmm. Let me pull up my favorite albums and let me take a double peek. Um. Do you think people? I'm looking at like uh, for what they think for for some of this stuff. People are thinking like Olivia yeah. Rodrigo could get some like best new artist kind of stuff. Yeah. Or why did why did I not think of her? Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, Billie Eilish is listed here. Hmm. Yeah, Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. More. Yeah, I would imagine Leave the Door Open will get some kind of an award. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wouldn't doubt if, if uh, Silk Sonic would perform. They're uh, mm-hmm. great performers. Um, okay, Doja Cat, they think, might get nominated. Right. Did she? Planet Was Her? Was that Planet Her? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was this year. Yeah. Let's see who Vulture thinks is going to be nominated. Uh, oh, WAP isn't elevi- el- eligible. Record of the year. Yeah, they think Olivia Rodriguez. Man, I guess I got to listen to this album. Oh, BTS. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes. man. Yeah, probably Justin Bieber will win with Peaches or whatever. And Ugh. Damn. Um, I have I have to I have not started my K-pop journey. Yeah, me neither. I feel like I definitely should, um, but I just haven't. Um, oh, you know what? I mean, like 
I do have uh, the BTS featuring Megan the Stallion <laughs> Butter. Right. On here. There you go. Yeah. It is so commercial. Right. So commercial. But you know what? I like it. Oh, Jasmine so Sullivan. She deserves to win for hmm. hotels. Like, um, hmm. such a clever title too. Uh, she was in. Mm-hmm. She was high up in my list too. Specifically, the song "Pick Up Your Feelings" is mm-hmm. just that to me could be, you know, award season style song. You know, where it's like, you know, my favorites are very much like what it meant to me specifically and why it was why it was yeah. great to me. I'm definitely not making a list of like what I think was the song of the year or anything like that. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I kind of am, but <laughs> but in the sense of like, I think that someone like um, like Jasmine Sullivan could should be getting these Grammys in the sense of I think mm-hmm. that she her performance on that on that song was unreal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm trying to look for any other artists I want to plug in here. I would say um, Claude is pretty cool again we're going for indie rock and again we're going for a phoebe bridgers plug here Mm. um another artist on her label um her label's called saddest factory by the way okay um great little pun there um but claude is like they're yeah i guess they're they're indie rock they're alt pop they're that sort of bedroom pop um their debut is an ep or an album no it's an album uh super monster was one of my favorites um it yeah it's just it's just fun and alt poppy bedroom poppy all that it's just yeah it's just a lot of fun um super colorful and upbeat and yeah I was, I was, I just kept going back to it. I was really surprised that I was really into it. Um, yeah, super good. Well, I've got a lot of stuff to check out for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, maybe I'll get you, is this your, this is going to be your, uh, your indie rock phase? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you're not sure. <laughs> I can, I can listen to stuff if, if, <laughs> If a song has only guitar, bass, and drums, and it's like live mm-hmm. played by a band and there's a singer, I can listen to that for maybe two to three songs in a row. In, mm. Unless there's mm. something else that comes in, I just don't find those three instruments, or that amalgamation of sounds to be interesting enough most often. Yeah, You're, yeah. your tolerance is only so high. Yeah. I'm for just sure. so for used sure. to listening to like hip-hop r&b house uh or like electronic based stuff a lot more where it's like you you have the gamut of piano trumpet synthesizers and really synthesizers a lot for me like is a end horn Mm -hmm. sections or like if if that stuff comes into an indie rock song you know i'm there for it you know i'm here but if i gotta listen to somebody kind of just like strum a couple of like three chords again and you know it's not gonna do it for me (laughs) Honestly, there were a lot of like indie rock giants that released albums this year and I was just like not into it. Mm. Like I liked a couple singles off of them and that's it. I found it super disappointing and I found it to kind of be what you're describing there is like a lot of blah. So just like one of the albums I, I, and again, I try. So if somebody if somebody's really yeah. like, no, you have to listen to this. I'll give it a shot again. I listened to last two years ago how when when was you'll probably remember because i feel like she was very blog as well although she she transcends blog as well i think but um fetch the bolt cutters by fiona apple 
Mm. Mm. It was an no, album. I remember when that. I didn't get. Yeah. I listened to it and I was like, okay. Yeah. But then everybody was like, best album of the year, best album of the year. And I was like, well, damn, like, man, I got to really. There's a story that I go back to of, um, which is why I try to be very honest about how I'm, how I'm thinking about and how I'm uh, um, talking about music because I think that it um, could illuminate something for somebody else hopefully as well that Questlove talked about he kept on going back to this one Neil Young album I think it was Nevada uh, because everybody kept on saying that it was so great and he spent a whole weekend only listening to that album because everybody kept on saying this is one of the greatest albums to ever come out of America and he was like I just I it's not even that I that he didn't like it it was that he didn't get it and I think find that's where i'm at for some of this stuff it's like it's not even that i don't like it it's that like i don't even know the touch points of like what i'm supposed to be listening for what made this better than that like i am not hearing it i don't like to me this was noise and i couldn't latch on to something from it you know like that's what it feels like and so i think that sometimes i do need to sit and like listen to it because like there are folks that i really do like too it's not entirely that i don't listen to anything that's you know rock or indie or um or folky or anything like that but um but i know that like i don't know how to i don't know did any of that make sense (laughs) yeah no it totally does no i i understand not getting something and i think that's what I was experiencing this year too. Like, oh, here's um, an example. Like, artists? I get Tame Impala. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That tracks to me for some reason. Mm-hmm. What what he does, like, I feel like for some reason I can get that. It's one mm-hmm. guy. I get that it's like Kevin Parker, and the way that he produces just makes sense to me. The way that he he programs his drums completely differently every track. That's one of the things that he does, really. Um, the sound of his drums sounds differently every every song. I think that's a huge thing for me. If their drum sound sounds exactly the same from song to song, and it's like a, a live drum, I don't know what it is. Sorry, I'll let you talk a bit more. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. No, 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 that's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. There are some indie rock giants that I've loved in the past and that I was so excited for, and then it came out, and it was just a lot of like sad like sad sludge i don't even know like just a lot of nothing um it feels like it's something i have to get through yeah yeah (laughs) like just just kind of like a sad piece of cardboard like honestly like that's that was it and i was like oh god like i'm really disappointed um ah see i look through for for what i for what i've listened to where it, it, it kind of has that same aesthetic sound to me and like Mm -hmm. there's an album from last year from 2020 so i guess that's two years ago now but leanne le havis's self-titled album that i thought was yeah absolutely like mind-blowing to me Mm -hmm. and it and it really was those elements in some ways and her cover of weird fishes by radiohead is a great example of just like you can use these elements and do something that is to me completely different like her version Mm -hmm. of weird fishes was completely different than radiohead's version a friend of mine or i've I've listened to weird fishes by radiohead and it doesn't strike me quite in the same way Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe i just don't have the ear for it yeah are you a radiohead fan or no of what of a radiohead no there's somebody who i've tried with and so i was working with somebody yeah 
you know what? I'll, I'll even say, I, I think it's fine to say who it is. So okay. uh, Troy from Illitree, you know Illitree from here in Hamilton? They're a band. Anyway. Ooh. Oh, uh, no. How do I not know them? I have to know them now. Don't know. Yeah. Look up uh, Illitree. Hmm. They've put out a bunch of stuff. Hmm. Um, okay. Troy is very talented. Shout out to Troy. I haven't talked to you in a long time. But we were making music <laughs> together when I had first moved to Hamilton, and he was super into Radiohead. Um, mm-hmm. And so then I went and bought uh, OK Computer from Dr. Disc. And without yes. listening to Radiohead, I went and bought the CD and was like, OK, everybody's talked about Radiohead. Let me, let me just like f- give this a solid, committed listen. And I couldn't do it. I did not get it. It did not track for me. I don't know what it was, but I couldn't figure out why people like tom york i i just didn't connect to him <laughs> mm-hmm. i couldn't mm-hmm. i don't know so yeah, yeah no i don't like i mean i don't yeah. like radiohead <laughs> yeah yeah um i i love radiohead so uh i that is something that i do connect with but um i do understand what do you think i'm missing what do you think like to things i mean i don't know i don't think you really have to like anything <laughs> But if, like, <laughs> but if people feel so strongly about something, I'm like, I have to at least be able to connect with it. It's, it's, it's yeah. not even that I disliked it. It's not that I, it's that I really didn't get what was good about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of something that I feel that way for. Um, I think it's hard because I tend to listen to a bit of everything, mm. which I mean, everybody says that, but um i don't i don't maybe, i wouldn't say that i listen yeah. to a bit of everything <laughs> i very okay. much know that okay. i that i listen to a lot of music a lot of yeah. music but i listen to a lot of music in pretty specific communities i think right yeah, yeah, yeah. circles um yeah i'd say i mean i think the closest thing i feel that for is country huh. i don't i don't get it right I don't get it. Right. So country I do get and I dislike. And that's different. Mm. Mm. I get what I get what country's doing. I get the tradition and I and I grew up in southern Manitoba and like where there's farmers. I grew up near farms. I grew up near country. Mm -hmm. I know what they're trying to do. And there are times where where country can hit and it can be um what was her name? I mentioned Casey Casey Musgraves or whatever. She has some songs that are that are pretty cool. Um because I feel like she's trying to push the sound as well. I guess I'm maybe maybe I'm looking for innovation. Maybe that's what's missing, and what I and obviously maybe. Radiohead innovated things, but I didn't get what they were innovating. I didn't get hmm. what they were because I know the touch points for Casey Musgrave, so I'm able to listen to her album when people were saying that that was a good album or that she was putting out good music and say, okay, yes, this is good country music. It may not be my favorite music, but I know that this is good. You know. Hmm. Yeah. What? Um. What? Because you seem to have a hard time with like rock and like indie rock yeah, and all that. Yeah. Um. Can you think of a band or an artist that you you do like from that genre I'm and like that you do feel like you connect with? Trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to look through. So, like, would Bonavere count? Mm, I'd say he's more like rock folk i'd say he's more folk folk i'd say he's folk yeah yeah folk I stuff i do song, i do connect but... to folk yeah yeah there's definitely folk stuff that where it's like you know somebody in their acoustic guitar i can listen to that stuff but yeah and that's close to jason 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Daniel like, like, Caesar? Would color? Daniel Caesar be in that? No, I don't like City in Color. Oh my gosh. Oh, that mm. was my high school mm. era. Everybody in my high school <laughs> was listening to City in Color and I just was like, what is it about this yeah. guy? Like, I don't get... <laughs> what is... Yeah. His, I don't know. I, uh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, you said you were in a metal band, right? Oh, yeah, but I didn't listen to the music. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? I just loved it. I loved to play it. I loved to get on okay. stage and, and yell. And my friends were really into it, so then they would play the instruments. They were a drummer and, mm. and guitarist and bassist, and that's the style that they did. So then I would just yeah. yell and have fun, and we did lots of shows. And yeah. <laughs> but love I, the game, I guess. At the time, I guess there was some of that music that I listened to, but it was more of them. And then I was bringing okay. something else to to the table as the vocalist. Oh, interesting! Mm-hmm. I have right. an injury, injury reserve song in my oh in my oh, iTunes here there you somewhere. Go. Oh, I got it from a friend. Hmm. Yeah, um, I'm trying to look through for for like... indie rock stuff. Like, well, yeah, who who are big indie rock? artists that i should know like that maybe i've heard and listened to and maybe liked i don't yeah. know like who um you know help me jog my memory here yeah i think um when i saw you in the summer i said you should check out phoebe bridgers yeah i think i said that um uh hmm do you <laughs> uh do you like are you drawn to sad music because I would say she is very sad. Phoebe Bridgers is but sad. But it's on, yes. Um, it's on a sort of, <sighs> because like my biggest issue with a lot of indie musicians over the last couple of years is that it's been a lot of like soft rock, folky rock, sad, bland, cardboard. Didn't stand out. Phoebe released an album in 2020 uh, called Punisher, and it's like I mean, it's it it's just like it's dramatic, it's so well produced. It's like it. Yeah, I would say that's what I was looking for was like the drama in the sadness. You know what I mean? Like a okay. melodrama, right? Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for this, and the closer is like this, like this rock, this rock ballad that's very like very like my chemical romance ish okay. almost okay. like very kind of yeah over the top um yeah uh yeah i was looking for that that melodrama huh. and a lot of the stuff i've been listening to the last couple of years a lot of indie stuff it's just like it's yeah it's so boring it's so boring but um phoebe phoebe really gets it right huh. and um she's able to kind of really poke at the places where it hurts hmm. You know what I mean? Lyrically? Yes. Huh. Yeah. At least I find. I um, you know, of course, you listen, you don't like it, whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that she, I mean, you know, she was nominated for like four Grammys last year. Um, she appeared on Kid Cudi's record. She appeared on Taylor Swift's redoing of Red. Um, she was on... Um, was it yeah Paul McCartney's album? Like she's been like everywhere. Oh wow! Because uh, she just like blew up. Paul McCartney. Yeah. I got into it about with my dad about Paul McCartney, and that's when I brought up small <laughs> reminders. I was like, "This yeah. is better than anything that Paul McCartney and the Beatles has ever done." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, 
Yeah. So oh man, I tried with Paul really... McCartney's album last year too. Was that was that last year? The I... one with the dice on it, right? I think that I I think so. Oh my goodness! I think that I can't was last year. I wasted my yeah. time. <laughs> I didn't try. I just didn't really care. Yeah. Good so. for you. Yeah. People were saying yeah. something about it, and then I was like, "Well, you know, maybe I better go check it out." And no, nope. I was yeah. like, "Well, there was a reason that I've never listened to solo Paul McCartney before." There you go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, Phoebe, I've obviously, I obviously heard simply having a wonderful Christmas time. But oh, oh, of course, <laughs> a classic. Oh God. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phoebe is a an, an indie giant right now. So I would say, you know, I would say if anything, check her out. Um, yeah. Can, can you think of any like classic rock that you're into? Like who would be, um, who would be classic rock? Ooh. I mean, I guess that's a big genre. Um, okay. Um, I'm a huge like Pink Floyd nerd. Okay. Yeah. So I like, like Pink, how do you feel I like, about I like Pink Floyd. Okay. I have some Pink Floyd records. There we go. Yeah. There's something. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, are so, there any so other singles? So should some of these list? indie rockers, oh. should, should they be... Should they be reminding me of Pink Floyd? Because they're missing the mark then. Ooh, uh, who, who would you compare to Pink Floyd right now? Or like Alan Parsons Project or something like that? Oh, wow. Probably nobody. I, I don't think I can think of a single person who yeah. I'd compare to. Um, I think it's, I mean, I think that style, when people try to recreate it now, I think it just sounds old. I think it just sounds out of date and done already right and like done better right. already it's kind of like you know? what's that band that's uh greta van fleet and everybody says that they're, oh. they're led zeppelin Ooh. or something right oh i fucking i can't stand them <laughs> i don't know them yeah. at, all, at all like they're just another rock right. band that i've you know peripherally seen yes they stuff. are they like copy and pasted led zeppelin right and it's uh yeah it's really embarrassing and um bad Right, Just so bad. like obviously somebody shouldn't yeah. do that with Pink Floyd or with anyone else, but no, I mean probably wouldn't turn out very well. <laughs> probably not. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, I really wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Um, yeah. Do you have any other singles on your list that you'd like to give a little shout out to? Um, let me see. I mean, I wanted to like just just going back to uh, Little mm-hmm. Sims album really mm-hmm. sometimes i might be introvert uh huge string sections and like the amount of production that went into that album choirs and she got uh <laughs> the actor from the crown who's playing princess diana i don't know what their name is but they're yes they're yes like narrating the album i forget what oh i forget what their name is i know that their their pronouns are they them but um yes no uh oof. I forget as well. But anyway, they they narrate this whole album and because because Little Sims saw them playing uh on this show and then called them up. Um but the album is just absolutely like if you followed Little Sims especially, it's incredibly rewarding. Um Cool. She's I think I've I I'd, I'd been seeing I think since she put out Venom and uh, what was that album called? It was a black and white cover. Shoot. Uh, I forget what the album was called. It was like a tight 10 tracks and it was just incredible songwriting uh, and great beat choice. 
and I was like, wait a second, like she has an ear for something that's completely different. And then she just absolutely delivered on this like new album with Introvert and then the song Woman with Cleo Soul and the production by Inflow, um, where she's going into like who she is uh, in and of herself, wanting to spend time alone, but then also looking at a world that is in crisis and is in, uh, you know, a difficult, a difficult world to exist in as a black woman, which she talks about and as a black Mm -hmm. woman uh, who wants to be left alone a lot of times. And uh, Mm -hmm. like, I think her, it just, it just sounds so huge that I know, I know that it won't get any awards, but like if an album should have gotten like hip hop, album of the year and i had any kind of say in it even though i never should uh this would be the one for me and like sometimes i might be introvert could be going down in my list of all-time best hip-hop albums i think that she crafted something that was nearly untouchable in in the in the realm of like the greats to me (laughs) like of great albums like Mm -hmm. if people are fans of anybody rapping they should go and listen to <laughs> little sims album somebody you might, sometimes i might be introvert um i don't know how else to express how incredible it is but she spans genre throughout the album she's just flexing she does like um i don't know she she does every she does so many different styles of just like singing or rapping or uh doing like stuff that is genreless and can't be stuck into a spot there'll be huge choirs that are singing at times and then there'll be string sections and then it'll go down to just like her voice and yeah i don't know i obsessed with that album still <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah well that's a glowing recommendation yeah 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 number two um, album of the year for me <laughs> there we go yeah but i should probably get going mm-hmm. i've talked your ear off long enough and stuff um oh yeah no problem. Well, thank you for joining me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, I hope that there has yeah. been something that is usable from all of this. Oh, there definitely is. Um, oh, yeah. Um, everybody listening, you can find Brett on all socials as uh, English Wave. Uh, you can find him on Spotify, also under English, or you can find him under his hip-hop duo called Soap with Toronto rapper Scribe. Um, so, yeah, go check out his stuff. Um, he's fantastic. He's super, super talented. And uh, yeah, you won't regret it. Go do it. Check out my stuff on and, uh, english.bandcamp.com as well if you want. There you go. There's little secret things that can't make it onto Spotify because of the overlords, you know? But Bandcamp still lets <laughs> us put like, I have a Celine Dion remix on there, you know? <laughs> oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I got to check that out. Yeah, please go go listen to that. You know, it, it, it's gone off in uh, Suba before, you know, RIP, but is <laughs> those fun ones you know Bandcamp is the is the funnest one for me to direct people to i love directing people to Bandcamp. oh for sure you guys go do it then yeah go check it out thanks so yeah, much yeah well Sarah. you thanks have no problem this is a lot of fun and uh you have a great night all right you too thank you 